Hey Cupcakes, it's your host Mikkel with your dose of Cupcakes No Frosting. So as of today, we only have 8 days left of our 30 day challenge or our 30 days of passion challenge, let me say. Where we are really focusing on our vision and our goals. Hopefully you've seen some things that we've completed, well I've completed over these past 30 days. Um, We are now on Apple Podcasts, yay, definitely. If coming on Anchor or clicking on Spotify is just a little too much for you, you definitely can just go on Apple Podcasts, look for Cupcakes No Frosting, and we will be right there with our most updated episodes. And yeah, tune in. Um, Definitely, if you go over there, um, give us a review, and we would love to see that, to be honest with you. I would definitely love to see that. Also, if you've been watching or keeping up with our content, um, you would know that we just reopened or relaunched our website. And it's in all of our bios on Twitter and Instagram, official traces of a butterfly. Um, but definitely tune in there, click on that link and see all of the resources that I have provided for you. Um, special shout out to the woman that did my website. You know, I love black women. Excellent. So shout out to her. But um, definitely tune in, look at the website, see the greatness. Um, see if there's some resources that you can use. There's professional resources as well as like physical resources such as like um lotions body butters things of that nature as well as um how to help you live by yourself like personal protection as well as like a movement list because who tells you what you need you know what I'm saying and all of those lists come with a kindle not kindle lord uh, Amazon list that you can click on where it has all of the things right there for you with their prices and you know their shipping and things so definitely do that so you can get what you need um but with that being said we're gonna go ahead and jump right into the mindset of the kitchen so you are not fragile you are not weak you are not incapable and you are not too damaged to be in this kitchen however you are strong you are able you are a conqueror you are self-defining and you are in charge of your own recipe. So I'm going to go ahead and let that marinate for a couple of seconds. So today's episode is titled, Who Has the Whisk? So we'll be talking about perception and just really not how you feel per se, but kind of figuring out how to step away or step back and really understand how somebody else's perception of you doesn't really necessarily dictate or let me rephrase that. It is not in our control to change someone's perception of you, kind of how they feel is kind of out of your realm of control. Um, So with that being said, let's go ahead and talk about perception, right? So I think so long in so many ways, um, we've tried to control how someone sees us, right? We try to control the narrative that people tell about us. And we tend to have, we tend to get confused on how someone can mistake us or miss the good in us that we feel like we have, right? Because I don't think there's anyone on this earth that's just roaming around thinking like, oh, I'm a terrible person. And if you do, we got some, you know, episodes back in a bit that you can check on about, you know, boosting our self-confidence and not really living in a uh, in a negative mindset. But hopefully we've already gotten to this point where we're 10 episodes in. You got you a positive mindset a little bit. 
Um, and now you have to start dealing with like how people or who in your past that kind of necessarily don't think the best of you, right? So I've said this before in many episodes that you are the villain in someone's story. There's only two roles to play. You're either going to be the villain or the hero. There's nothing else for you. Can't help you there. That's just how I feel. You're either going to be the hero in somebody's story and not necessarily like, oh, Captain, save him. But you're playing a beneficial part in someone's story or you're going to be the villain. You're playing a negative part in someone's story. And that happens, right? Because it's it's the world, right? You can't be great in everybody's story. Um, and this is not because you are a terrible person. This is not because you are horrible at who you are. You did something terrible, which that could be possible as well. But not saying that you did something terrible, but maybe somebody perceived something you did or the lack of something you didn't do, right? Um, make you the bad guy. And and that's okay. And as stressful as that is, right, as stressful as it is to accept the fact that you are the bad guy, whether you feel like they're lying or they just not seeing or telling the whole story, it is their reality. And I think in this world, we have a tendency to believe that we can control other people's reality. And their reality is based off of a couple of things. And that's just their life experiences, how they interpret things, and then their definition of words. I tell everyone, words are so important because my definition of love and your definition of love may mean two different things. And so I could be loving you how I feel like love is, and you could be loving me how you feel like love is, but we ain't loving each other the way we need to be loved because we have two different definitions of what love is. And I feel like so many people get confused, right? They get they get lost in translation we could be speaking the same language and you still don't understand me or still don't know what I'm talking about so these things contribute to your reality like what's real to you what happened and and there's people always say there's three sides of story what he said what she said and the truth but the reality is the truth is is not something so solid in stone right that sounds crazy because I'm definitely a person like don't lie that don't mean lie but the truth is not something so solid in stone because that could be their truth. They could be living in their truth. You said one thing and that really touched them the wrong way. And now you just this bad, mean person. That's how they feel. They feel them real feelings. That's their reality. And you may not have meant it that way. And you may want to go ahead and defend yourself. But I think that we have to recognize that we can't discredit people's experience because that's what it is all these conversations right now in the news and in in society about racism about sexism about every ism there possibly could be right because all the bad stuff ends in ism um it's not about those things not happening it's not about is racism real is sexism real is classism real it's not it's not these things that are real it's oppression real you know it's not that it's this is these people's experience right this is other people's experiences and this is what they experience and even if you don't see it that way it does not make their aspects their point of view less valid you just don't see it that way because that's not your reality and I tell everyone especially when we're having a conversation about like race and what's going on lately in the news, in the media, in the world, I always tell people, like, you can't be upset that um, someone feels the way they do, right? You can't be upset about somebody feeling the way they do. It could be so wrong, but you also don't want to wish people to understand your experience. I would never wish people 
to to feel oppression. Like I want you to be oppressed so you'll know what it feel like. No. I don't want you to do that. I want you to respect the fact that this is my experience and that as a human, as a human, you would want me to have a better experience. So you would move around and do certain things to help my experience be better because this is my experience. This is my reality. This is what's happening to me. And I feel like if we apply that to more than just one situation or or one general concept or this really really big scary thing like racism and really apply it to our everyday lives and and how we operate and deal with people I think that there will be a lot less miscommunication and hurt right um but like I said you can't discredit people's experience and and that is weird and it could be emotionally exhausting to try to do so, right? To try to defend the way people view you. It could be emotionally exhausting. Now, I'm not saying if you out here didn't shot somebody's child, you know what I'm saying? They they not gonna like you. And I'm not saying you shouldn't say sorry. You should apologize. You should, you should apologize. But understand that, that whatever you did is a staple in their mind. And it's stuck. That is how they see you. That is the end of that. You, it's not too much you can do to change that. So if you cheated on your ex, that's how they see you as a cheater, love. Ain't really too much you can do to change that. You are now a cheater. And so now you have to figure out or you have to figure out how you going to handle being a cheater in somebody's story. You the cheater. That's who you are. So what you going to do being a villain in somebody's story? Now, I'm not saying this means go do terrible stuff. Don't go do terrible stuff and be like, well, I'm just a villain in your story. It's not an excuse. It's not an excuse. Do not go around purposely trying to be the villain and hurting people. Because a lot of y'all do it. But I feel as if it, we have to figure out how to navigate this feeling. Because it's a real feeling that people don't talk about. Like, how does it feel? How do we navigate being the bad person in someone else's story especially someone you care about right so whether if it's a ex who swears you was the problem and you're like i was not the problem maybe you was maybe you had a bad attitude you know what i'm saying maybe your mouth was too smart maybe you weren't understanding maybe you didn't love them the way they needed to be loved you could be the problem what if it's uh regardless if it's an ex-best friend framing the stories if you did something vowed to you i listen honey that's gonna happen in, in some way, shape, or form, you're going to be blamed for why something ended. You're going to be blamed for why something didn't work out. What are you going to do about that? Nothing. We're going to accept it, right? That's how you feel. That's not my intentions, but that's how you felt. I'm not going to discredit how you felt because it wasn't my intention. And then someone refusing to communicate with you because of what they believe or whatever, right? So that's the biggest thing. That's like the one reason why I wanted to touch on this, right? Because... There are some people in this world, they make up their mind, and they don't need nothing else but their mind to make the facts, to the facts, okay? Like, they don't need nothing else. They don't care about my point of view. They don't care about my feelings. They don't care about what it could do to me because they decided that I'm not good for them. You got to accept it, right? What are you going to do with those moments? Because you can feel so hopeless, so misunderstood, so confused, so undefended, right? You you feel like, damn, you really, you really you really fooled with me like you really was my dog I really loved you at one point in time or whatever the situation may be and now you feel like I'm this terrible person and you start to begin to think about like dang all the times I was there for you all the times I did this that and the third and it didn't work out it didn't work out in my favor like 
sometimes you feel like you proved yourself to be so reliable so honorable such a good person and then something happens and it flips and that person now decides that you are the worst person for them and I know it's human nature to want to clarify to justify actions and intentions like I didn't mean and even though I said it like that it wasn't supposed to like I get that that's human nature right but sometimes to heal for yourself we have to accept the uncontrolled we have to accept that maybe this is out of our control and you can say as many apologies as you want, right? Sometimes you don't even know what you're supposed to be apologizing for. And that's, that can be stressful. But understand that maybe this is uncontrolled. Maybe this is the end of y'all story. Maybe this is supposed to be the end of what you all had going on. Maybe this is supposed to be the end, even if you don't want the door to close. Maybe that's supposed to be the door that closes, right? You need that to heal. You have to accept the fact that sometimes this is just uncontrolled. We have to leave some things as the villain. And maybe you were, you know, the villain. I don't ever want to say that I wasn't the villain in somebody's story. I feel like I'm the villain in a couple of people's stories, right? Because maybe I didn't do right by them the way they felt like I should be doing. I'm perfectly okay with that, to be honest. I can't be perfect to everyone, right? And it's not those moments that's like, you did something bad to your friend or you and your friend got into it, y'all fell out and y'all got back together. Those are not the moments I'm saying you might have to heal from, right? Because you may be the villain, but they chose to not hold you to that one moment. But it's the people and the situations that hold you to that one thing or maybe a plethora of things that you did and they just decided you were not for them. And that's somebody you maybe wanted in your life or maybe cared about or maybe made plans with or maybe said you was going to marry or whatever the situation may be. You may have had your mindset on this being something for longevity, and and it's not, because they decided it wasn't. So now, what do you do when somebody decides to end it, right? When somebody decides to perceive you as the threat, or as the bad person, or as that, right? Now, not using this as an excuse, trust me, by no means do use this as an argument for police brutality because if somebody see you as a threat based off the, uh, based off of the color of your skin and it's their job to protect you honey I got words for that but it, it ain't this but emotionally emotionally um people can see you as as the villain and and they want to cut ties with you and what do you do in that predicament how do you heal because it's very hard to heal things when you feel unended when you don't feel closure and walking away without closure is very very is is common it's more common than not because we're in this like ghosting cut off no explanation era in our life people don't want no closure so now what do you do when when you cut off or you're you're deemed as this bad person how do you handle it and I think what we have to think about is like one reassure with yourself that your intentions was not to hurt that person and then two if you really love that person you validate their feelings like if that's how they feel that's how they feel that's not my intentions those were not my intentions but I have to respect the fact that this is the boundary they set up they no longer want to deal with me they no longer want to be in my life you do that love you you got to do what you got to do and you got to accept that other people got to do what they got to do right and then Third, I think you don't beat yourself up about it. Don't sit there and wonder what happened. 
why why they stop talking to me why they stop fooling with me why he cut me off why she cut me off why like you can't beat yourself up about it because then you're gonna put yourself in a place where you went from being a villain to a victim don't become a victim y'all know i hate that don't become a victim unless you're a victim okay don't unnecessarily become a victim okay don't don't do it to yourself because you can't you can't thrive in that environment you can't thrive in that type of thinking so definitely try those three things reassure yourself you know validate and then definitely don't dwell don't dwell in this healing process we got to understand that sometimes people gonna come and go it's just life people gonna come and go people gonna say you did this that and the third you hurt them and it could be true don't ever discredit what you feel like you what somebody feel like you did to them right even if it wasn't your intention don't don't discredit their emotions because you wouldn't want nobody to tell you that what you feel like ain't real that's not true it is real they feeling those feelings currently at the moment and I know we in like high school you know I work with high schoolers so you know I see this all the time but in high school you know people like fall out and they have like these big beefs and they got drama and woo the woo the woo and he said she said we said they said in the predicaments where maybe even an adult like people do that it's really sick but even if somebody's like discrediting you because they heard through the grapevine you broke up with your ex that was mean to you or you weren't being the best best friend and now they don't fool with you either Count that as like an additional blessing because why would you want somebody in your life though who will easily believe that you did something terrible, right? If anybody believed easily that you did something terrible, that you're a terrible person, they thought that from the beginning. They just thought that. They've been thought that, love. You weren't going to change that anyway. They was just waiting on their opportunity to show itself. So definitely don't, don't worry about that. Don't stretch yourself. You got to heal from some things that aren't going to be unclosed or unended. You have to move beyond those things and understand that some things are out of your control you can't control how somebody perceives you and necessarily you don't want to I want you if you feel like I'm a bad person by all means let me cut me off you better cut me off I don't want to be in your space making your life toxic because because out of out of fear that I love you too much man let me go if that's what you feel let me go and that's like true love you know if you really love somebody you want what's best for them and maybe you're not what's best for them and you got to accept that and you got to hold on to that and you got to you got to really like understand like I'm not what's best for you and that's okay. I'm not supposed to be in your mix. That's okay. There's somebody out there for you. I tell everybody, well, I just told my line sister like, man, I ain't everybody taste. That's okay. You not everybody taste. But neither is caviar. It's also not in everybody's budget. So maybe you just out of their budget, okay? Maybe you out of their emotional budget. Maybe you out of their spiritual budget. Maybe you out of their, you know, maybe maybe they not for you. And that's okay. That's that's all right. We got to learn how to be okay with not keeping people forever. Because they not yours to keep. Anyway, your task for today is definitely to look at some of the the withered relationships that you've had in your life that didn't necessarily end how you wanted them to end and make sure that you're not beating yourself up about it make sure you're not letting that that dictate your character but also being aware that like how they feel is their reality and that we can do nothing to change it so if you find yourself blowing up your ex-phone trying to convince them that what you did wasn't bad stop because that's irritating and because that's like overly abusing it you abusing it at this point you abusing it you can't make somebody think something different you cannot 
You can only expose them to new information. If they choose to take it, they do. If they don't, they don't. If you find yourself arguing about sexism, classism, racism, any of the isms, remember to yourself, well, this could be their reality. This could be their experiences. And I should not discredit it because I haven't felt it. Don't. Don't discredit other people's experiences because you haven't felt them. Because that's not fair. Because if somebody told you that your mama wasn't your mama because they ain't see you get born by your mama, you would think they were psychotic. You'd be like, what? That don't even make sense. But that's how it is. You ain't get raped by that person because I ain't see you get raped by that person and that person never raped me. That don't, that don't, my mama ain't your mama, but she's still my mama. So that didn't make any sense. Like, make it so little and silly that it just, it doesn't make sense for you to even argue about it, right? So you can't say somebody ain't racist because they ain't never been racist to me, and therefore that makes them not a racist. That is not true. They just wasn't racist to you, love. That ain't got nothing to do with, 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 with how that other person feels. That's how they feel. That's how they feel. That's just what it is. Facts are facts, but facts, a lot of facts are based off perception. You'll find that out the more educated you become. But anyway, Cupcakes, I'm going to let you go for this episode. Definitely tune in on our Instagram and Twitter, Official Traces of a Butterfly. And click on that link in our bios to see our new website. Follow us on Apple Podcasts. Leave a review. And I will see you next time.